1: If you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello, hello. Welcome back
0: once again to Inner Bloom Podcast. I'm Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. Hi, everybody. How are you, Ambrosia? Oh, I like it. I'm doing great today. How are you? You are doing great today. I love it. Um... I'm doing well. I'm back from post-Thanksgiving uh, trip down to Florida with my husband and his family, and it was lovely to be in the sunshine and, you know, just like pretend it's not winter for a minute. That was nice. Because you
1: were in Florida. Did you say that? I did. Good. Good. <laughs> uh,
0: what's What's
1: been up with you? Um... Just, uh, you know, just living my best life. Just happy. That's all.
0: I love it. And you're wearing such awesome lipstick today. We were talking about, I was like, I was, she was like, I look scary with this lipstick. And I was like, you look like a roller, you, you could look like you play roller derby with that lipstick. Yeah. Except
1: for, I would cry if someone hit me and be like, ah, it hurts. Don't touch me. Ah. <laughs> um. Well, I like it. I like Thanks. it a lot. Thank you. But I'm glad it, you said I look punk and I'm like, fuck yeah, yeah that's, that's right. What, that's what you're that's going exciting. for, right? It is. Yeah. Hell
0: yeah. I love it. Um, somebody on Facebook, Megan Meadow says, "Amby, your hair, you pull off everything.
1: Oh, thank you. So sweet. I appreciate you. I'm getting my hair redone this week, everybody. It's going to be purple and pink. More
0: purple and pink Ooh.
1: and pink so Andrew if you are watching get ready he's my hair stylist
0: I love it can't wait to see it um cool well let's get into today's topic because we have a lot of people on the live everybody's like I love this topic I'm so excited about it um and the topic we're going to talk about today is reincarnation stories from children out of the mouths of babes
1: out of the mouths of creepy babies. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like it's like the trope of every horror movie of like yeah. creepy stuff coming out of children's mouths.
1: Um actually it's funny. So my kids are like my kids are really creepy, but I love them, okay? But <sighs> they wanted to go to like there's this um house in our area, and it is the house of the last person that was that died like being a witch. She was drowned because wow. she was a witch, okay? It's a wild story about her that I will tell another time. I digress. But we couldn't go because the museum was closed. They were devastated. They were so upset about it. And it's just so funny that, like, they wanted to go to this house so badly that it's supposed to be haunted. Yeah. It's a good time. And then someone asked them, do you see ghosts? And they looked around calmly. And they were like, not right now. Right now. And the person was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. Those are my
0: kids. <laughs> not, not the, uh, not the response they were expecting. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's so funny. Times. Yeah, your your kids are are mega intuitive and and psychic. And um, actually, you have a really good story in the realm of this topic. We're gonna get into other stories as well. Um, but you know, Ambi has a real personal story. Actually, this is a story that. Um, I how we met heard, Yeah, this is how we met. I heard you send in this story to another podcast, and I literally was like, that's the coolest story I've ever heard. Yeah. So do you want to share that about your daughter?
1: I will. Okay. So um let me backtrack a little bit. So my grandmother and my mother did not like each other when they when my grandmother was living. My grandmother died when I was five. So it's been some years now. I'm not going to tell you how many. It doesn't matter. Anyway, so um, they didn't get along. My grandmother had my mother when she was like 15, 16 years old. So if you could imagine, they grew up together, basically. And there was a lot of animosity between the two of them. So in my house, we never grew up talking about my grandmother. There are no pictures of her anywhere. Um, It's a very sore subject for my mom. So it's not something that we did. So my daughter is now um, and she I know a lot of you guys have been listening to this for a while. You know that she's gender fluid. So she is using her she pronouns right now. So anyway, I digress. So um, she was probably she's nine now and she was three at the time, roughly. And she's in the playroom. And all of a sudden she looks at me and she says, why am I here? And I thought, because you live here. And so I said that, and then she's like, no, like, why am I here on earth? And why do I sound like a little girl again? And when I saw her say that, I was like, holy shit, what's happening? So then I start asking her, what do you mean? Who were you when you were here last time? And she told me I was Nana's mommy, which is my mother's, which is my grandmother. So this did not go over well with my mother. She was not happy about it. So my mom started quizzing her on different things that my grandmother did that only I would know, that she would know. Um, So this went on for about a year, roughly. And over the course of a year, my daughter would come and go with these memories of, like, my mom letting the dog outside and, like, my grandmother having to run down the street to get the dog. But she wouldn't say it regularly. She would be yelling at my mom about this, um, like, scolding her like a mother would. And she, my mom asked her one time, okay, if you were my mother last time, what did you do for a living? And my daughter started playing with her hair and said something like this. And my grandmother was a hairdresser. She was actually the only woman that owned her own business in that town at that time. Cause you're talking about the forties. Yeah. Um, She also asked her, what was your favorite thing to do when you were alive? And she said, eat by myself. And that was my grandmother's favorite thing to do. Like, it's such a random thing. It's not like roller skating or anything. She also said, I need to dance again because my soul needs to dance. My grandmother was an avid tap dancer and loved it. And my daughter, like at the time, was obsessed with tap dance. And it was very strange. So um, she also, here she comes. So she also grabbed my forehead one time and whispered, "You're my favorite," and that is something that only my grandmother and I did. That's one of my only memories of my grandmother. So uh, we're in the kitchen. The last time this happened, and. She's lecturing my mom. My daughter is lecturing my mom about something that happened. It's similar to the dog story, but I don't remember what it was. But she's like, you did this and you weren't listening and like lecturing her. (laughs) So my mom had had enough of this at this point. And she was like, if you were my if you were my mother last time, why did you come back? Why were you so mean to me as a child? Why don't you just leave me alone? And my daughter looks her dead in the face and says, I came back to tell you that I'm sorry for what I did and I love you. My mom starts crying, I start crying, and my daughter has no recollection of this to this day, doesn't remember it, and never talked about it again. It was crazy.
0: So crazy. I love that story so much. Uh, Andrea on uh, Facebook said, stop. This is amazing. All the chills. Wow. Yeah, Ambie, you told the story on the podcast a couple of times, but we haven't told it in a while, and... Every time I hear it it is just like fascinating and it and it always hits me when you end the story because I always forget you know the kind of the the moral of that story was really like that part part of it was that completing the cycle and forgiveness and closure and healing right yeah. and how beautiful is that like um, you know, obviously we talk a lot about, a lot about past lives and stuff like that on this podcast. So you and I definitely both believe in past lives, right? You do? Mm-hmm. I don't want to
1: speak for you. 100%. 100%. <laughs> you can speak for me. Go ahead. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, and I think a lot of the times when people are first trying to understand reincarnation, it's like, it's, it, you know, it can be like, well, why? And what's the purpose? And, you know, and, and over time through my deep diving into reincarnation and um, material about it, what I've learned as well is that, you know, we tend to reincarnate in similar families in the same family. Um, And your story is just such a perfect illustration of that and such a beautiful way to say, um, you know, just such a beautiful way to illustrate that, like I said, full circle moment healing And like, I think it's so interesting that afterwards your daughter just kind of went back to being a three-year-old, just that it was done. It was done. And I've asked you before, I'm like, do you think that um, it was your, okay, do you think your daughter is your grandmother soul just a new, just like reincarnated in here? Or do you think your daughter was like channeling your grandmother? Like, what do you think about that?
1: You know, it's interesting. I don't, I still don't know. I answer it the same way every time because I'm not, obviously nobody's 100% sure, right? But my daughter doesn't like, she doesn't see dead people all the time. Like I was terrified as a child because I saw dead people all the time. None of my kids are like that. Um, There has been a couple of times where she's been like, who's in the backyard? And it's a dead person. I'm like, oh shit. so I would tend to say that it was more of like, like an understanding of souls that happened. Like, mm-hmm. and, and my mom is still real angry at her mom. And that's, that's her <laughs> business. But I would love to tell you, like, she's come to peace and all of that. No, she has not. But <laughs> I feel like
0: all that stuff I said about full, full circle enclosure and well, healing. no, I mean,
1: but I do think it is full circle and I do think it's healing because I think that there was intuitively, I feel like there was some kind of contractual agreement that like my grandmother is going to come back. She's going to try to mend ways, but my mom's not going to hear it. Right? right. right, The damage is done. So my mom's not going to hear this until she transitions, which is fine. Maybe that's their contract. That's not my business, but um, I do think that there was some kind of contractual agreement that happened. So I think it was more of my grandmother channeling through my daughter mm-hmm. rather than my daughter is walking around now being my grandmother. Because my grandmother was like, she wasn't the nicest woman. Let's be honest about it. Yeah. And she was very driven, but like, it's a completely different person. And granted, my, my daughter's still a kid, but she's a completely different person now than she was during that year. It's like night right. and day. That's so
0: interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think I've mentioned on this podcast how ever since I got on the spiritual path or got into this community or whatever, um, I never met my Aunt Anne, and that's who I was named after. And my Aunt Anne actually like paid for my parents' wedding, was like a prominent person in my mom's life. Um, and ever since I got on the spiritual path, I just had this intuition, like, I think I... Might be her. I think I, you know, and so ever since then, and I've like had readings with people, and I've had, I've asked multiple times, and it's all come back like yes, yes, you were. And I've asked my mom about her because like I'm like okay, well let me know who this person was, and she's like she was very difficult. She was a difficult person. She was, and you know what I've heard about her is like she was awesome. She was so business motivated. She had a great business, blah, blah blah blah. But she was very she if she wanted it one way like. Well, I guess that does kind (laughs) of. Go ahead.
1: No, I was just. It does sound like you. Not that you're difficult.
0: No, but but I was just saying if she wanted it away, it had to go that way. And um, you and I have had that issue a couple times. So. Um, or that's been something I've worked on in this life. But I guess my whole point with saying that was, let's say in my example that I am, I, I have this image in my head of like, okay, but maybe you don't pick up exactly where you left off last time. It's right. not like you, you, that personality. Like a video game.
1: It's not yeah. like a video game.
0: It's like you, you leave, you kind of reflect, you, uh, you pick a you slightly new personality, you, you right. go in with newness. I don't know but that's kind of how I imagine it
1: how did she pass um uh, do you not
0: want to share if you don't want to share no no I was trying to remember I think it was cancer of some sort like oh she smoked I think it was lung cancer
1: did she have a hard time breathing I don't know why because you're breathing stuff because you're choking stuff Oh, that's more choking, though, than. Yeah. Could so be. I am going to share this story really quick and then you share your exciting stories. I had okay. a reading one time because people ask me a lot. Who was I in a past life? What did I do in a past life? And a lot of the times you can't verify it. Like I could be just talking shit. I, nobody knows. Right. Like yeah. we can Google search different things and like it might come up, but nobody knows if this is real. But this one time. Fucking verified. So I'm talking to this woman, not gonna name names, obviously, but I'm she's asking me who was I in my most recent past life. I tell her that she was a little boy that had lung issues, could not breathe all the way, the lung had collapsed, and the boy died. And her little brother before she was born had that exact same thing. And then, like two years later, she was born.
0: Whoa. Yeah, I like that story a lot. That sounds very similar to some of the stories I'm going to read. So I love it because there's when you're reading these stories that and it, it also comes. I from said little t- brother, I meant older brother. Oh, Keep right. It also it. comes from you know you can see people sharing about this on TikTok. You can sh- there's so many stories now and uh, Catherine Catherine Ann shares about it all the time. Ta- not necessarily reincarnation, but I'm just saying like share the things kids are saying. Like it's it's crazy. But yeah, anyway, kids
1: are saying. Hey, Catherine, kids are saying some wild stuff these days. Indeed. But it's these
0: reincarnation stories with some of the things that they know and can prove is it's it's hard to refute. It's hard to debunk Like you can't really debunk them because they know such specific things. So, okay, would you like little bites of stories or would you like kind of like because I have have both. I want the shock factor. You want the shock factor? Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, and there's got to be, like, give me some resolution. Give me the whole story. Give me resolution. Okay, you want the whole story. Okay, okay, okay. So. I feel like we need music. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go for it. Okay.
0: Okay. So I'm going to read you a story about so this is the first story that um, I saw today that reminded me uh, or that made me think that this was a really good topic so a reincarnated boy solved his own murder Um, a three year old boy from Golan Heights near Syria was born with a red birthmark on his head he claimed this was from being murdered in a past life Physician Dr. Eli Lash claims to have investigated the story. Lash took the boy from city to city in Israel until the boy recognized a village. He walked around the town for quite some time before approaching a strange man and saying, I used to be your neighbor. We had a fight and you killed me with an ass.
1: <laughs> then. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why that's funny, but like, could you imagine a little kid coming up to you? like And being
0: like, you thought you got rid of me, bitch. But I'm back. And I'm taking you down. Okay, go ahead. Then the boy led Lash and the accused man to a spot where he claimed to have been buried. A skeleton was found in the ground with a wound in the skull corresponding to the boy's birthmark. The man he he accused eventually confessed to having murdered his neighbor four years
1: prior. Damn. Fucking kids ruining your
0: murder. Um... Okay.
1: So wait, wait, wait. Can we recap that real quick? Because how spiteful and vengeful must you be to come back from the dead and be like, motherfucker, you're not getting away with this. Like
0: I saw another one of these where it was another like someone coming back to accuse somebody of murder. And yeah. it was like in some vill another, like it was in Sri Lanka or something. And he literally was like, um, he literally was like, or no, it was like in Turkey and it said that like after he accused him he just was like he, he had like family who lived in the in next to this guy um still who was living from his past life and he would come into the village and just throw rocks at the guy who killed him because he was oh. afraid he was afraid to actually kill him because he didn't want him to reincarnate and come back for him <laughs> it's so
1: meta and leveled but he was oh, like, my mom's calling me now. Should we get her on the podcast? No, sure. I'm, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. We don't want that. Nobody wants that right now. All okay. right. Let's go to another story.
0: Um, okay. So let's see. Well, there's – I think people know about this one, the girl who claimed that <laughs> she was Anne Frank, and um, –
1: Oh, yeah, that's common knowledge like Barbara
0: Carlin was born in Sweden in 1954. From the time she could talk, Carlin began telling her parents strange stories about someone named Anne Frank. Carlin claimed she was Anne Frank, that she had nightmares of men kicking in the door of her home and taking her away. Her parents were perplexed, not least because they had no idea Anne Frank was a real person. Anne Frank died in 1945 in the Bergen-Belsen concentration camp after Nazis discovered her and her family hiding in an attic in Amsterdam. They were, How do you not know who Anne Frank is? Because it was 1954 when this... Oh, I missed
1: that part. Okay. There's no I'm internet.
0: Sorry. No internet. <laughs> and only nine years later. Li- and Anne Frank wasn't famous. Anne Frank wasn't famous.
1: Now I'm embarrassed. Now I'm embarrassed on the podcast. (laughs) Okay, hold on. So Go ahead. I don't pay attention when people talk. Go ahead.
0: Carlin's parents took her to Amsterdam when she was 10 years old. So this would – so she was taken to Amsterdam in 1964, okay? Okay. So she she died and came right back. She Yes. She quickly led them to Frank's house with no directions, correctly identified a spot on the wall where Frank had hung photos of movie stars, and noted that the steps were different than she remembered them. All of this was enough to finally make her parents believe she really was the reincarnation of Anne Frank, and she's been writing books about her experience
1: ever since. That's cool as shit. I wish my kids would, like, take me somewhere cool. Did you hear that? Like, <laughs> take me lead somewhere me somewhere cool. exciting, children. I think they want me to do the same for them. Okay.
0: Um, okay. Okay. In 2009, at the age of four, Ryan Hammonds began waking up, clutching his chest, and screaming about how his heart exploded in Hollywood. His mother, Cindy, became intrigued when Ryan revealed more details from a former life. He insisted he once lived in a house in Hollywood on a street with the name Rock in it, where he had three sons and a friend named Senator Fives. One day, Cindy was Sketchy going- friend. One day, Cindy was going through a book featuring photos from old Hollywood. Ryan peeked over her shoulder and excitedly identified one man as George and another as himself. Cindy contacted a psychiatrist from UVA Medical Center who conducts research on reincarnation. The psychiatrist verified the man in the photo was a film star named George Raft, and the other man was Martin Martin, who died in 1964. Upon contacting Martin's daughter, she confirmed Martin was a Hollywood agent, lived in, lived on North Roxbury Drive. So he said the street had rocks in it. Rocks in it, yeah. Had three sons, and once met with New York Senator Irving Ives. So Senator, I- Senator Ives, but he called him Senator Fives. After meeting with Martin's daughter, Ryan lost interest in his Hollywood memories. He was standoffish at the meeting and told his mother afterward his daughter's energy had changed. The psychiatrist explanation, upon seeing people from their past have moved on, reincarnated children gain closure and forget their former existences.
1: <gasps> I love it. it that made me your so, story. Yes, that's why it made me so happy because we're circling back to me again. I love it. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: Okay. Kind of. Let's see. Um, okay. So, John and Florence Pollock were devastated when their twin daughters, Joanna and Jacqueline, died in a car accident on May 5th, 1957. The following year, they were thrilled to hear they were expecting, and once again, Florence was carrying twins. The twins, Jillian and Jennifer, were born identical except for Jennifer's birthmark. She had a birthmark on her waist similar to a birthmark Jacqueline had and a birthmark on her forehead that resembled one of Jacqueline's scars. John and Florence moved away from their old home when their daughters were three months old. John and Florence told Jillian and Jennifer very little about their late sisters, but the girls seemed to share Joanna and Jacqueline's memories. They would request old toys that have belonged to the deceased twins, recognize landmarks when traveling to their parents' former home, and were inexplicably terrified of cars. Upon seeing oncoming traffic, they would shriek, the car is coming to get us. Luckily, by the age of five, these frightening memories mostly faded away. The girls went on to live relatively normal adult lives. However, their story is still frequently cited as evidence of reincarnation.
1: So, I have a question. Oh. Yeah. Okay. A couple of things I want to say. My baby, Oliver, when yeah. he was like four, he's six. When he was four, he would freak out when we would drive over any kind of bridge, He'd be like, We're going to drown. We're going to drown. The car's going to fill with water. And it it was very freaky, I didn't love it. I digress, that's not the point. The point is, what are your thoughts? I'd love to know, like the audience as well. What is everybody's thoughts on reincarnating as animals or reincarnating as, um, yeah, reincarnating as animals? Possible, not possible, what do you think about that?
0: Yeah, I think it's definitely possible. I think I asked Arc9, they said I reincarnated as a bird, remember? I think it's totally possible, that. but I kind of feel like if you're thinking in linear time, like you don't necessarily yeah. go from like a human to a bird, but maybe you do, I don't know. What do you think?
1: Um, I mean, for some reason I like to think of like really bad people as like flies or like insects, like something that we carelessly like kill or we're disgusted by. It just makes me feel good. It makes okay. me feel like karma is out here working in the universe. Um, okay. I'm talking like bat, like Hitler bad. Okay. But um, I feel like Hitler was actually...
0: This is going to be the most controversial thing I probably, and if someone takes this as a
1: soundbite, I'll be ruined forever. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, no. Here we go. No, nope, I'm mentally prepared. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to throw up. Everyone, I'm Jewish. Everyone keep this <laughs> Okay. Okay.
0: Um, but I actually feel like Hitler, okay. We think of these people like Hitler, for example, as the most terrible people in the whole world. And yes, did they do the most absolutely terrible things? 1000% like oh, evil. Okay. Mm-hmm. But from source's perspective, from spirit's perspective, were they doing evil? Just like when you look, like they were doing evil. But from source's perspective, were they doing evil or were they playing the role? They, did they actually make a sacrifice to help everybody else evolve? I know that's very controversial to hear. But what it makes me think of is the whole thing with, remember when you would feel into the energy of like Donald Trump? Yeah. Yeah. And how it was, like, he's kind of, like, when you take, when you be this person, when you, when you can be this person who does such terrible things, your soul is, like, carrying such a fucking weight, right? Like, because how can you be, like, a, right. So, I don't know, my point here is, like, I don't know if, like, they're being punished, I love from Cyrus's like perspective though. to be like
1: a fly, but okay. Well, maybe in my people life, like being flies too. Like, I mean, in my like, how do you like to be a fly? You live twenty-four hours, and then, bam, some bitch smashes you. Yeah, maybe you, like, you only want
0: maybe you only want a twenty-four-hour life. Life's that's hard. fair.
1: Yeah, that's true. You're like, I want to pop on I don't think Earth I'm for a back. Second.
0: Are you gonna come back? We've already had this conversation. I know well, you're I not coming back. back. You've already I told feel like me this yeah.
1: is it. This is it for me. Um, maybe I'll come back now. What are your thoughts on... I know this is... Oh, oh now God, you want to come studios. back. <laughs> now I'm going to come back. Things have changed. My now perspective changed. Now that you're having
0: some fun, you want to come back, huh?
1: Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Maybe I could suffer this again. Um. Okay. Don't get me flustered, okay? Because I'm going to okay. turn red and I can't handle that right now. So... What are your thoughts? Because how you're talking about, I love how you're just sitting there and we both know what's happening, but we're not saying anything. (laughs) Yeah, Don't read it out loud. Whatever's happening on those comments, let it be.
0: No, sorry. I'm looking at my phone to look at you because Mm -hmm. my screen is filled with stories. Oh, good.
1: Okay. Okay. So anyway, um... Let's read another story. Fuck it. Who cares what I was saying? Let's read another story. Okay. I'm distracted.
0: Also, Liz Magnolia said, why would you not want to come back to the most epic playground in the universe?
1: <laughs> it's hard as fuck. It
0: is hard as fuck. Okay, number three. Okay, uh, this story is short. This woman says that when her daughter was four years old, the little girl saw a 9-11 memorial post and pointed out the Twin Towers. She told her mom that she had previously worked there until one day when the building got very hot. She says she tried to escape with her friends but wasn't able to and ended up jumping out of a window to fly like a bird. Oh, damn. That's, it's a little real. I know that's a little, like, That's I'm a lot. Sorry.
1: No, I, I, mean, I mean, it happened, right? Like, Yeah, I know. but I can't believe we've been alive through so much shit.
0: We can't believe that we've been alive long enough that somebody could be reincarnated from 9/11. It's weird. Oh my god. I mean, I know it's they could exhausting. have been reincarnated in like 2002, but Right. It's weird. Yeah.
1: Or they could have been reincarnated, I guess, before? Like from this year maybe? I don't know. Either way, that's wild. Okay. Um
0: Okay, hold on. Uh, This woman So I'm on a BuzzFeed article now That is like citing people on TikTok Who are telling their stories So this woman says that as a little boy Her son told her a bizarre and very detailed story About previously living on Saturn He said that he had three children And worked in a very tall building Filled with vehicles that helped people That helped evacuate people to Earth She checked all the movies and TV shows Her son had been watching to see if he was making up And couldn't find anything remotely similar Okay that's kind of a weak one I
1: think that's kind of weird. Like that sounds like a TV show. It's hard to tell with kids because sometimes they like they go off the rails and they start talking, you know, like a child. Yeah. So sometimes it's tricky business.
0: Yeah, that's true. OK, hold on. Um, the first time this mom's son saw the ocean while riding on a plane, he explained that he died trying to save his grandma while swimming. He added that his old name was Xander, which is also his current name. The craziest part, his mom says that the name Xander came to her in a dream right before she found out she was pregnant. At the time, she felt so strongly about it, she wrote it down, later giving her son the name. Kind of interesting?
1: No? Still not impressed? Stories are getting
0: weaker. Okay, these are the BuzzFeed ones. I'll go back to the other ones. Hold on. Just don't give up on me. Okay, well, the
1: audience is leaving. For God's sakes, hurry. They are? How do you know? I don't know if they are. I'm just joking. I'm kidding. Um, Everybody just stay where you are. It's getting good. (laughs)
0: Um, Okay. From the time he was two years old, a Midwestern child named Lee insisted he had another house and another mommy. By the age of three, he began saying he was born on June 26th rather than his actual birthday, June 21st. Lee claimed his middle name was Ko. He wrote movies for a living and had a daughter named Jennifer. His sister asked him how old he was when he died, and he promptly replied, 48. Lee's curious parents replayed the titles of several movies to Lee asking if he had written them. When they mentioned Gone with the Wind, Lee became enthusiastic. He eagerly claimed he wrote the film. After a quick Google search, Lee's parents learned that the writer of Gone with the Wind was named Sidney Coe Howard. Howard was born June 26, had a daughter named Jennifer, and passed away at 48. As these details of Coe's life were unknown to Lee's parents, it's unclear how he knew them. This leaves reincarnation as a possible explanation.
1: That's that's a good one. I like that one. That was a good one. Okay. Have you ever done wait, I know we've talked about this before, but we're gonna talk about it again. Yeah. Because we have new listeners. Welcome, new listeners. Um, have you ever done a past life regression?
0: Yes, I've done two. And my What first- are your thoughts?
1: Recommend it? Don't recommend it? My first one was really interesting
0: and good, and I really got a lot out of it. My second one was honestly, it like really weirded me out, actually. And like I haven't fully processed it yet Um because like part of it, I saw myself going to Atlantis like when Atlantis fell and I was like an Egyptian man um, and it was weird. And the second part of that one was I was a alien on this like red planet but I looked like a freaking squid it was so scary it was like a movie that I like never wanted to see and it was like and I just don't know how to I don't know like I don't know what that is I don't know what that was
1: so was that the um the one at the mystic manor no no
0: the one at the Mystic Manor was when it was just one long life that I saw, where I was like this man. That's right. And my wife in that um, life was my husband. Now, um, why? What do you? What do you think?
1: Well, it's hard because, like, I I, I have done two as well, and the first one was interesting. Like I felt the feelings, like I felt like I was actually there. I had like almost a full like panic attack when I, not when I was dying, actually, that was really peaceful. Um, I did like lives in between lives, which is really cool. I highly recommend like not being afraid of death because if that's really what it's like, it's very peaceful. It's very calming. But the second one I did, it wasn't a previous life it was a parallel life that's happening right now in real time. And I don't know how to so feel weird. about that. Like, I don't know. What am I supposed to do with this information? Are we <laughs> the same soul? And like, we're connected in some way. Like, should I go reach out to this woman? Like, I don't know what to do with that. I... I don't
0: think you're supposed to do something with it, I think, like, in terms of taking action and, like, going finding this person. But I think it's – maybe that was meant to illustrate to you and open your eyes that, like, par- like reincarnation isn't necessarily linear and it doesn't mean that you yeah. have, like, half a soul. It means that, like, time is not linear.
1: Well, let me tell you, time is not linear because that uh. was – The detail that I got from that person's life and then when they asked me what year it was and the detail that I got from that, it was like, what the fuck is happening right now?
0: But I also feel like the importance of that lifetime for you was like that it was like it was just a regular person. You know what I mean? It was just it it was just they weren't really doing much, you know?
1: Yeah. And that's they were very lonely, too.
0: And I feel like that was probably especially now looking back, it's like that was probably really meant to like emphasize the importance in the in your life of making the most you know and mm,
1: making the most of it mm-hmm. if she's still alive that'd be cool as shit if we connected that'd be, that'd be freaking be really cool.
0: crazy i mean okay now that you say it like that it's like okay so if you do bump into yourself in your own in in the same lifetime right so like right. if you bumped into is that what we're talking about is that what twin flames are
1: you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm so confused. Because I don't feel like, I feel like I've met my twin flame. I feel like we're good. I'm solid. Like, yeah. I don't need you back in my life. I'm okay. I'm good. Yeah. But like soulmates, maybe that's like the soulmate that people are talking about. Maybe it doesn't have to be romantic. It has to do with like a contract that's happening, right? Yeah. And your contract's complete. I don't know. Hmm.
0: Because, like, when I think of a twin flame, I literally think of what you're describing as, like, the same soul, kind of, like, split. Splitting. Went off. But I don't know. Um, Judy said, what about quantum hypnosis? I've always wanted to try it. That's what we're talking
1: about. That's what we're talking about, Judy. Yeah, both of us. Passover yeah, both Gresham. of us have done it. It's, it's. It's interesting. I wouldn't go into it with any expectations, is what I'll say, because I've done just a regular past life regression, and I've done a QHHT session. Um, I I would do it the other way first, because you did it the other way, right? You did the QHHT session, and then the and then past went, life regression,
0: and then, and then I did a Beyond Quantum. It's a different. It's it's technically different, but it's really the same process. Beyond yeah. Quantum Hypnosis.
1: I mean, bring I feel- snacks. I would say bring snacks beforehand. Make sure you eat. It's like a five hour session. It's, it's, yeah, it takes a long pretty time. Pretty expensive.
0: See, yeah. now I'm one, wonder- I'm actually wondering what I, I can't remember what I did my second session for, the one that kind of freaked me out. I can't remember what my intention was. So it would be really interesting now to go back and look at what the, you know, cause you write it down, you tell, you fill out a form. So it'd be interesting to know what it was. Cause maybe it did, You like maybe it really did help me, but I didn't realize. Anyway.
1: Yeah, but I would recommend it.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's fun at the very least. Um, okay, can I read a couple more and then we'll wrap yeah, up? Yeah, we're right ahead. Yeah. Okay.
1: I'm here all day.
0: University of Virginia psychiatrist Jim Tucker, who, stutter, who studies reincarnation professionally, met Ooh. a boy identified as Sam, who he believes to be the reincarnation of his own grandfather. Until he was four years old, Sam had never seen a picture of his grandfather. After his grandmother's passing, his parents brought out an old photo album. Upon seeing his grandfather's car, he exclaimed, that's my car. It would be easy to attribute this to an overactive imagination. This is what Sam's Baptist mother did at first, as her religion does not believe in reincarnation. However, she became a believer after she asked Sam if he remembered anything else from his past life. He said his sister had been turned into a fish by bad men. Sam's mother was astounded. His grandfather's sister had been murdered, and her body was dumped in a river. Due to the frightening, oh, shit. due to the frightening nature of the story, Sam's parents never told him about his great aunt's murder.
1: Hmm. It seems like there's a theme of like murder, right? Am I wrong? Yeah, right? it does. Am I the only one like? If you murder someone, they're going to come back as a kid and accuse you of it. So I'm just throwing that out yeah. there for everybody. Like, So if you're thinking
0: people. about it, <laughs> if you think you're going to get away with it. Um, you probably won't. Yeah. OK. I think this will be the last one. And I have not read this previously. So let's cross our fingers
1: and hope it's good. I believe in you.
0: For his entire life, Arthur Flowerdew... <laughs> I love that name. (laughs) That sounds like a fake name. Was haunted with inexplicable and vivid memories of a city surrounded by a desert and a temple carved into a cliff. One day, while watching a BBC documentary on television, he saw the city of Petra Jordan. To his amazement, the city matched the one in his head. After Flowerdew shared his story with several people, BBC reporters contacted him asking to put his story on television. Several archaeologists flew to Petra with Flowerdew. He recognized landmarks with ease, including sites that had not been excavated yet. When presented with an ancient device, the purpose of which had baffled scholars for years, he offered a plausible explanation regarding its use. After seeing a guard station, Flowerdew recalled that he had died there when he was stabbed with a spear. The experts, yeah, the experts who accompanied Flowerdew believed his claims of reincarnation, doubting someone would be able to fake or fabricate the breadth of knowledge he displayed. Flowerdew maintained he had never studied the city previously and only heard of it upon seeing it on television. Okay, well that was kind of a weak one too, but you know, <laughs>
1: there you go, there you go. That's uh, if you have any creepy stories about your children or loved ones. Email us. Let us know what's going on. Yeah, would like to read them or post it in our private Facebook group, Inner Bloomers. Um, That's a better idea, actually. That's a better idea. Yeah,
0: and we'll we if you guys post them in there, we'll read them on the show because I think these are really, you know, I think these are really amazing stories. I think I remember when I heard Ambrosia's story for the first time, it made me feel like this is real. Like this is real. This is we don't go away. No one goes away. We just, you know, carry on in a different form. And I think stories like this really help confirm that. And especially when like scientists or, you know, logical people don't have an explanation. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it's 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 really powerful. So definitely share your stories with us. Um, Maybe you'll meet your best friend like I did. Oh, that's cute. Took you a minute, but I I appreciate it. Wait, (laughs) what? Who's that? Who's that, you bitch? (laughs) Um, that's sweet. Um, also uh, announcements. Make sure that if you want to get in on our 2022 intuition class called You're Not Crazy, You're Intuitive, um, that you sign up soon. Spaces are limited. It is a 12-week course designed to literally take you through each part of developing your intuition. So, um, how to give readings how to do mediumship, even stuff like telepathy, telekinesis. You're actually gonna get to do group work with everybody um, live on the Zoom. And then you're also gonna get homework to practice your skills at home. So this is kind of like, uh, you're kind of signing up to come to Harry Potter, um,
1: Hogwarts, Hogwarts? Yes, you're going to Hogwarts. You might get a wand. You won't get a wand. Don't get excited, you won't get a wand. (laughs) But you will get to do cool shit. And I am really excited about it because I haven't taught in a long time it's been like six months, but it feels longer. And I'm really pumped for it. I'm really excited to have like new students and all of that jazz. Um, That being said, my readings are still $40 off. Oh, it's terrible. I'm still running my black Friday promotion. So if you would like a reading, please go to my website, ambrosiamatthews.com. And what else? Do you have anything else to add?
0: No, just if you want to sign up for uh, the course, um, click the link in our show notes or just go to our website and click on events because it's in our event calendar. You can sign up there. Um, Full pay is $1,200 and payment plans are $1,500 with the three-month payment plan, so $500 each month. Um, And that is it. We love you so much and thanks for tuning in. Until next time, keep on blooming.